Hello, listener. It's CJ. Before we start the show, uh, I just want to let you know something. For the month of August, we're trying to get this show in front of more people than ever, and we need your help in order to do that. There's three things that I need you to do, listener, to help us. Number one, if you haven't already, subscribe. It's super easy and it's free. You get a show every single week. Number two, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It means the world to see your feedback and just hear all the great things that you like about the show, and we'll read them right here on the air. Third and finally is something that we joke about every single week, but it really means the most to us. Please share the show with a friend, especially if you think that they will like the topics and everything that we discussed, and if you think they'll love our personality. So three things, guys. Subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share the show with a friend. It's pretty simple, but it means the world to us, and we would greatly appreciate your help in this effort. All right, on to the show. Jimmy, roll the thing. That kind of nerd, let's start the show. With comics, movies, and technology, here we go. Bringing you the segments that you're looking for. Like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Brian Thornton. Help, I'm being held against my will. <laughs> oh, that's just not right. Uh, unfortunately, Josh will not be with us this week. He uh, ventured out, and he found that obstacle course for that racing show that we talked about for Netflix. <laughs> he is taking it apart piece by piece and then dropping it into the fires of Mordor. Uh, meanwhile, so, just just grumbling to himself the entire time. This is not a real this is a street racing. He'll be gone for a while, but I will keep you abreast as to uh, the progress of his journey uh, in the coming weeks. <laughs> Next will be the jungle gyms. He's coming for them all. And it's going to end with him ripping VR out of the stratosphere. Everything, everything we've ever critiqued on this show, he's just going to destroy. <laughs> and it's going to end. take a while. It's going to end with him bringing home a folding mate. Oh, my God. If he brought home a folding mate, I'd be so jealous. So with that being said, it is important, though, that we carry on with the show. And we start with our first segment. It is where we take a look at the world of comics. See, it was affecting TV. See, it was affecting movies. But most of all, people, most of all, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! So, uh, Brian. Um, uh, CJ. Are you familiar with the Bernstein-Bernstein Bears, uh, philosophy and, and dilemma? Uh, the fact that it's spelled two different ways. Some people see it one way, some people see it another. Right, the Mandela effect. Is, it's either it's Ber- Bernstein or Berenstein. Yes. Okay. People, people could swear that there was a reality which was spelled one way versus another. What does this have to do with anything? Brian, you could have sworn, and and you've seen it, allegedly, mm. that there was a Spider-Man trailer from 2001 mm. that was all over the place, but then pulled off the internet. And it yes. now, Brian, has resurfaced. I don't Tell believe me what's you. going on. I... Okay, so back in 2001, so Spider-Man, the the original Spider-Man 2002 Sam Raimi film came out in 2002, obviously. I just said that. That sounds redundant. Anyway. Take it from the top. No. No. Keep that in? Keep it in the show. We're doing this live. Rip it, grip it, trip it. Anyway, um, that trailer dropped. It was a teaser trailer. came out like the summer of 2001. And I remember seeing this the day it dropped because – as the person that I am, I was what, about 13, 14 in 2001. 
every day after school, I ran home and I went to my favorite website called SpidermanHype.com. Really? That's a that was really? a website? It was legit a website. It's a, it's actually now since become superherohype.com. So that it's still a thing. But it started off as Spider-Man hype because when the movie got announced, it was a huge deal. This Spider-Man movie has been had been being talked about for years. Everybody was excited. This website had a countdown at the top. So every day I would come home from school. I would look at the countdown. I would read whatever new stories came out that day. And one day, a trailer dropped. And the trailer was, in a nutshell, a couple guys go into a bank, rob a bank. They're very high tech. They go out onto the roof. They escape on a helicopter. Right. And they're making their getaway through New York. And they're like, ha-ha, we got it. And then all of a sudden, they stop and they get pulled back into a a giant spider web that is uh, between the uh, Twin Towers in New York City. Oh. And then you had a couple scenes of Spider-Man swinging through the city. And it was amazing. And then, unfortunately, obviously, a couple months later, 9-11 happened. And as a result, they pulled this trailer down. They recalled a lot of the promotional material because those were those towers were probably featured yes they were all over all the advertising they pulled it all um in in the wake of that tragedy which obviously they should have but ever since then i'm like i know i saw this trailer I, i could never find it Right. It was like a ghost. Like I, like I thought I was going crazy. Like right. maybe it never existed. Bernstein, Bernstein Bears connection. Yes. Are you telling me it's it's back in full in full force? So not only is it back in full force, it has been scanned right and 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 as much as you can, upscaled into uh, a four K resolution as well. So you can put this on your TV and see a little bit better than the potato quality of the uh, you know early two well, thousand. That's that's just delightful. Hang so, on. 35 millimeter 4k scanned it is in the show notes okay i i gotta watch this you got you gotta hold you gotta hold please and here's our holding for trailers music for those of you to enjoy you're holding for trailers and we'll be right back through the magic of editing that just makes me want to watch the movie that's so good was any of this like supposed to be in the movie or was this like a proof of concept or just showing you hey, get I, I remember reading somewhere that a scene very similar to this was supposed to take place in the movie if not this exact scene oh. um I, I i don't know for sure i, I had mean, i had read that in in a first draft the uh, green goblin was supposed to meet his demise at the twin towers and yeah similar, I, i'm not surprised by that similar manner so uh it is real brian you didn't imagine it uh, you can I feel validated. Share it with others. Literally, after 18 years, I feel so good. And that that music is so early 2000s. Oh god, funny. yeah. It it's it sounds like it was like, hey, uh, we ripped this from the the Matrix, but it's okay. It's like that. It's like it's like all the music that you listen, like when you're playing SSX on your PlayStation One. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's the music you'd be listening I, to. I, I I by the way, I to, to give a little context is by a band called uh, Lunatic Calm. And it's yeah, that makes sense. Leave you far behind. That is the song. Yeah, you just send that shit to me. I'm gonna add it to my playlist. <laughs> it's okay. The, the, it's actually just, in the, just for fun. It's in the show notes as well. So you word. Can, you can listen to that as much as you need to. Oh, that's so exciting. 
Okay. I figured I would start you uh, off of that because I figured that would make a, a happy Why, ride. is it all downhill from here? No, no, just like, hey, come on. Like, I know that you've been, ta- you've talked about this. You, I believe, even have the poster with I the, do. the Twin Towers and Spider-Man's I eyes. was very lucky enough to be able to get uh, the original poster um, that they were releasing during that time with the Twin Towers reflected in his eyes. I don't know if it's worth any money. It still looks awesome on my wall, though. Well, it's, I just remember it being a, a, a very nice yes, shot. Yes, you, you have seen it, yes. yes. All right, Brian. CJ. I, I got I to I put you into those more Cape Talk, but this one I know is not going to excite you as much, okay? Uh, for those of you who saw the Teen Titans go to the movie, movie. Yeah, Teen Titans go. I, I did, I did Teen see that. Titans go to the movies, movie. Right? Makes sense? Okay. Uh, at the very the end, movie. they yes. teased a small potential crossover with the original Teen Titans. They didn't tease a crossover. They teased just the 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 Teen Titans that I love. Right. The very popular In some sort Titans. of capacity. The ones that haven't come back. The ones that people the actually want. The shitty ones. Yes. The ones that did good things. Well, as we talked about uh, a few months ago, they have a... F- uh, released a trailer for the animated movie Teen oh. Titans Go versus Teen Titans. You got me so you got me so high. You got me riding on cloud nine. You legitimately are just taking me out of the knees right now, bro. So, Brian, the big problem that uh, I, I'm noticing for this, or I think that I think you noticed, was seeing a lot of Teen Titans Go, uh, not a lot of Teen Titans animation. It, it's 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 very much the Teen Titans have come into the Teen Titans Go world is is that a good thing? Is that a bad like? No, it's dumb. Why this is isn't this? The, why isn't this the movie you wanted? Because I wanted the Teen Titans. Yes, I don't want. I want. I don't want them to go anywhere. I want the Teen Titans to go away and just <laughs> leave me Teen Titans. This just seems like something of like, oh hey, you know, we're gonna pat the 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 real fans on the head, and we're still gonna go ahead and do our Teen Titans Go thing, and. Screw all the people who actually cared about the other series. This is the worst. Yeah, it seems like they're like, hey, do you want Teen Titans? Yes. Yes, we do. Do you want it back? Yes. Yes, we do. Well, you can buy this Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. It's, straight to Blu-ray. It's not even like... Straight to, to on-demand. Yeah. Uh, no. So basically, this isn't exactly what you meant when you said that you wanted the original Teen No, Titans Cartoon back. Network makes me angry. So here's my question, Brian. Uh, yeah, the very, very uh, I'm going to tell you, this question is going to hit you out of nowhere. I hope you're ready. You're going to buy it. You're going to watch it. Is it going to consume this? Are you going to give them some money? Yeah, yeah, I am. Actually, no, absolutely. Really? Not. No, you know why? It's going to be on DC Universe. And you know what I have? DC right. Universe. But, the, but you're giving that. Them- so if I'm going to waste an hour, 20 minutes of my life to watch this crap, I'll watch it for a service that I'm already paying for. Okay. So you're, gonna give them, you're gonna give them the the statistics you're gonna give them the download you're gonna give them i'm fine view. with giving them one stat one click that's it that's it that's it that's all you get i remember your original strategy for teen titans go to the movie was all right listen we're gonna go out we're going to see this movie so that way they'll hear us and give us teen titans and that did not work out it was like it's had the adverse effect as to what you would probably want to happen i I, I I don't know what happened. I didn't, apparently did not think it through. I, it wasn't just you. There were other people. I mean, I feel strategy. like I let some people down. 
Um, and this is the price we pay. I am sorry. Basically, this is all your fault. Uh, not all my fault, uh, oh, okay. but but I, I will take partial blame for nothing. All right. Ryan, there's something that uh, I think we all uh, tend to like as nerds. It's collecting the little Funko Pops. Yeah, I have some. I uh, got a little Hellboy one right here. I've got you a little Gwen Stacy. Got, got a little Gwen. My little, my little spider Gwen, my ghost spider sitting right here, you know, trying, trying to do a little thing. So, Brian, you like Funko Pops? I do. You like board games? I do. The two have come together in Funko Universe, a strategy board game. Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, does he have a car? Like, does he have a car? Uh, so let me read you the official blurb about this game, okay? The blurb! The official blurb. Read the blurb. Face off in the ultimate pop battle in Funkoverse strategy game, DC 100. I don't know why it's called DC 100, but there it is. Because there's going to be 100 expansions and they <laughs> will have all of your money. You'll combine your favorite characters and go head-to-head in four exciting game scenarios. Move through memorable locations such as the streets of Gotham City or the Joker's Carnival of Chaos and use your character's unique abilities to capture points and achieve victory. So this looks like it's a, a little bit of a light strategy game, right? It's, yeah, it looks like it says ages 10 and up. So okay. not it's, like too hard, but not too easy as well. I would love to see if you can. Much like, better than fucking Monopoly. I will 100% agree with you. Uh, my question, too, is uh, please tell me they have scenarios baked in when you buy the Harry Potter ones that they will go against uh, the Joker. I would like to see that, please. That would be great. Probably not going to happen, but hey, I can dream. I haven't watched the Geek and Sundry video, but what I can tell, it it is uh, a tile-based board game where you use the little Funko Pops as uh, characters and uh, you have like a a character card and there are um, tokens and things that you need to accomplish. But it's not just, they're they're doing three versions, four versions. Yeah, they're doing four versions from what I can tell in this article. You tell me which one sticks out to you. They'll be doing Funko vs. DC, which appears to be, for the starter, just Batman characters. Which, let me just point out that this is going to get all of my money because I'm going to pe- spend 60 bucks on the game. game and then, and then they're going to have expansions and I'm yeah. going to spend like 40 bucks for each expansion. Right. But they have Funko vs. DC, which starts off with uh, Batman, Batgirl, Harley Quinn, and Joker, it looks like. Harry Potter. Which makes sense. Mm, I, yeah, I don't yeah. have any stats on that. Rick and Morty. Okay. okay right. Rick and Morty is a, a huge sci-fi cartoon, right? We're all good. And Golden Girls. Wait, like, thank you for being a friend, Golden Yes. Girl? Yes. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. Is there a lot of crossover between board game players and... and- golden girl i don't know like i i don't like know maybe? but here is the even more interesting part yes you can play them separately uh-huh or you can combine them so batman could be fighting the joker with blanche uh. really want so here's the other thing I've noticed, too. So obviously, people like to collect the Funko Pops, right? We, we like to collect the actual little ones. And people pay top dollar for some ones that are exclusive to Comic-Con or uh, orally available at, you know, select retailers or for a limited time. 
these figures that they're going to be releasing with the games are exclusively only purchases purchasable 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 with the Funkoverse game and and with the the the, the expansion set. So you can't just go to FYE and go buy them or go to Hot Topic and get them. So if you are a collector of these things, yeah, you're they're, gonna have to. They're get only the available for it. But Brian, this is available right now for pre-order. The as we talked about the four character base set, which includes a uh, Batgirl, Batwoman, Batgirl. That includes Batgirl, Batman, Harley Quinn, and the Joker. Four characters for thirty nine ninety nine. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, you ex- oh. you expand into Catwoman and uh, and Robin. Twenty four ninety nine. Okay, okay, all right. Harry Potter, two characters. Looks like it is Malfoy and looks like Ron. Yeah, it looks like Ron for. So it uh, looks like 24. you have two starter sets. You've got the DC one, and oh, you please. do have a Harry Potter one. Yes, the Harry Potter four pack has Hermione, Harry, Voldemort, and uh, Beatrix or Bellatrix. Bellatrix Lestrange. Bellatrix. Yes. All right, and then the Rick and Morty and the Golden Girl ones are the smaller sets, but you get Rick and Morty, or you get Blanche and whoever B. Arthur's character was. <laughs> so I just know her as B. Arthur. You get four Funko, Funko Pops for forty dollars, and you get two for essentially twenty. Oh, well, I mean, when's this come out? Because if I pre-order it now, I'm not going to get charged until it comes. They're out. coming out October first, Brian. Very close to the wedding. Very close to the wedding. I think you need to put these on some registries. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. That. Yeah. That's a great idea. We'll have a a, a r- ridiculous geek registry. Uh. So listen, if you're into Funko Pops, yay, and you're into board games, yay, I would highly recommend uh, go checking this stuff out and uh, get yourself a pre-order. All right. This next one's for me. Okay. It's for me. For you personally? Yeah, this is a topic that I'm suggesting for Cape Talk for myself. How is it affecting CJ? Oh, well, thank you, CJ. Let me tell you how. Build-A-Bear Workshop, right? I know of it. Very popular. The kids is love it. Is it very popular? It I remember is. it being very popular it's, like 10 years ago. It's still very popular. Are you sure yeah. about that? I'm, is there I, a I, bunch I, of birthday parties happening there still? Uh, yeah, believe it or not. Are that. they exclusively bears, or do they have to go ahead and go into other animals to try and drum up some business? Yeah, kind of like ponies and other things, too. Just hey, this is not the time to spit on build. I feel like they're overpriced and uh, not that great. They revealed a new bear, Brian. Okay. They revealed a new bear. Okay. That is so important. I'm putting it in a goddamn cape talk in our podcast. Yeah, this makes no sense. Deadpool, the Deadpool bear. Now, uh, Brian. Now, Brian. I now, Brian. Questions. The good people at Build a Bear Workshop, which are obviously very kid friendly. How do you right? know they're good people? Do you know them personally? Uh, I talked to them actually. Oh, okay. Do they seem nice? Yeah, actually, they do. The good people at Build-A-Bear Workshop yeah. realize that this is a little bit ridiculous. Right? Sure. They realize that Deadpool uh, is, is an adult character, but at the same time is a comic book character. And people like you and I mm. are teaching young children to appreciate the hilarity that is Deadpool. So on their We're official teaching website, children that? Oh, yes, we are. I haven't taken any children to see Deadpool, have you? I can neither confirm nor deny if a six-year-old in my house has already seen Deadpool. You are a terrible father. I am. They <laughs> have leaned into this because their marketing pictures, Brian, uh, are just kind of next. I mean, they're, they're just uh, next level. Yeah, I, I need you to go ahead and check this. the link in the show notes. I'm and, clicking and the link in the show notes. Look at these. Look at these product pictures of Deadpool. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay. And then when you get to the fourth one, they get it. They get the joke. Uh, it's the same bearskin run rug pose. He's, he's in the pose. 
that Deadpool was with the bearskin rug, right, and everything else. And they've got it's him adorable. dressed up in different. They've got the they've got the swords and he's on a skateboard. They get it. This is ridiculous. So here's my question. So you so you build this bear. So how much of the swords? Like they're another sixty bucks. If you want the roses, they're probably another forty. If you wanted to say some swear words, that's another one twenty. Well, I, doubt, I doubt you're gonna be able to do swear words, but you could probably make. it Why spell is he proposing to me in like the seventh picture? That makes no sense. Uh, why wouldn't he? Why would we? Uh, what the hell? Uh, there's the bathrobe. Can you? Yes. So Brian, so CJ, if you had to put a price onto the quote unquote uh overly uh, overly priced bears that you build at Build a Bear, yes. What what is the price of the uh, the Deadpool bear base model? Just the bear base model. Just the bear. I'm going to go with one thirty, Bob. One hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. Are you for real? Well, I have to pay for the Marvel license. And then, you know, the bear itself is usually like 80 bucks no matter what. what. No, the Deadpool bear, Brian, is forty dollars hairs. Brian, the swords come with the bear. Oh, that's exciting. So they're not an extra 30 bucks a pop. Not that I can see. I think the swords come with the bear. Okay, exciting. So you get a bear with swords probably stitched onto its back. No, you can remove the swords and put them on its back. They have pictures of it, of the bear with the with the swords. Yeah, I, I can make pictures do whatever I want to. It's called Photoshop, CJ. All right, so now that we're done talking about the world of comics, let's turn our attention to TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. All right, people, we're just going to jump head first into this because this week we got the official trailer for the Netflix original movie, The Irishman, starring Robert De Niro, right? You got Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and many more fantastic people directed and produced by Martin Scorsese. This movie is based on a very famous book. This movie has been around for a long time. Brian, the last time I looked at budget figures for this movie... It was over $140 million for this movie. It is going to... Why? Because... Look at that cast! Look at... like. No, did, I know. I okay. know why, how much, but why? why? It's a Netflix movie. It's not yes. going to make that money back. Well, here's the thing. This film is going to have a limited theatrical release. Uh, obviously, it's doing that to qualify for Oscars. Yeah, right? of course. And then, of course, it will be streaming late in 2019 on Netflix itself. So September 27th is when it's going to hit those limited theaters. So, Brian, uh, you probably are asking yourself, who's going to go to theaters to actually see this movie? Which is why I particularly asked everyone on our social media, uh, so who's going to go see this movie in a theater versus who's just going to watch this on Netflix when it comes out? Uh, I'm actually surprised by by some of the responses that we got, but I, I want to bring up three to really highlight. Uh, a lot of people are going to say, yes, I'm, I'm going to Netflix. Uh, one of our... Instagram followers Eero Globe said Netflix in my boxers with a bottle of whiskey. That's that's, that's the way you watch this movie. It's not like a night uh, versus uh, my, my friend Richie, uh, who said, I'm going to the theaters because I have a friend who's in it. I was like, yeah, interesting. How far are you willing to travel, sir, to go see this movie in a theater? And he was like, uh, no further than New York City, I guess. You'll be able to see it. In New Which York is City. fine. You'll be able to see it in New York no City. Problem. But if you're not in a major market. You're not in New York. You're not in Philadelphia. You're not in L.A. You're not out in, in those big, big cities. Uh, you're probably not going to be able to see this in, in a movie theater. And that's the thing. I think I would have rather seen this in, in the movie theater than no, at home. No way. Really? I would have rather yeah, seen no, this in the movie. Listen, I love Scorsese, but um, a movie like this is not 
it's not something that you have to experience in a theater. I would just would I would have rather on a bigger screen. I like the biggie the biggie screens. Well, I mean, we also have a list, but like if I have to choose between for free in my boxers with whiskey and plunking down ten to fifteen dollars, especially if I'm going into New York or Philly, closer to twenty dollars for a movie ticket. Touche. I'm gonna watch it in 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 the comfort of my own home. It's not like you know a, a big uh, budget you know action sci-fi movie that you really can only appreciate on the big screen. It's a it's a gangster murder mob movie. I mean, you don't need a big screen to experience that. All right, touche. That's a movie's gonna be just as good whether it's on my 65 inch TV or on a 128 foot screen. You know. And, and I think to put this into perspective when it comes to caliber of, of movies that we're talking about, this kind of mobster movie, there's uh, three real big movies that, that, that stand out, especially when you're also talking about Pacino, De Niro. So the movie Heat, The Godfather, and Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Right? Three big movies, around the subject matter, here's the deal. Again, this movie has a $140 million budget. Uh, Heat had the, the highest budget of, of, the, of those other three movies at $60 million. The Godfather was 13 and Goodfellas was 25 So, I mean, like, you add those together, we're still not even remotely close to this movie. The reason it's so high of a budget, a de-aged De Niro. I was about to say, he looks young. It's, it's, here's the deal. It doesn't I, look like weird. It doesn't look bad. His eyes are very bright. Yes, the eyes are the weird part. Yeah. It's a little uh Okay, listen. I enjoyed the work that they did in Captain Marvel with uh Samuel Jackson de-aging him. I think they they did a, a pretty good job. Why did we uh, You know I love De Niro, but why did we need De Niro and then have to spend another well, Hundred million dollars to de-age him uh, because they're 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 banking on the fact that we say De Niro, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, I'm totally going to see this movie. Like, the, it, it it will cost less to de-age him than to hire some other person to fill that role and draw the crowd. I don't think so. I don't think really? so. I I really do. I think I think Pacino and Pesci are just as big a draws. You could have gotten a no name, nobody who oh, I don't, I don't given the so, guy man. his big break. And, you know, as long as he was good enough, I mean, you no. got Anna Paquin in there. And Anna Paquin looks a little CGI'd up, too. Probably. I, I wholeheartedly disagree with you. I don't think anybody, nobody can have a draw with Pacino, De Niro, ba- and Pesci back in a movie together. And, and then, then, then just, hey, here, introducing a new dude or here's what's a semi-famous actor. Th- what's the last movie all three of them were in? Uh, all three. Yeah, exactly. They've never, never been. been a, that's what I'm saying. That's why you and, have to have and, to and, and okay, so a, so a, a I'm, Pesci, I'll, I'll, a pe- I'll go, a I'll Pesci go one Pacino, further. A Pesci Pacino, a Pesci Pacino reunion. Very easy. I'll go for me one to say. further. Does not I'll, draw in as many people as Pesci De Niro, and uh, I'll Pesci, go one further. Go ahead. What was the last movie Pacino and De Niro were in? Probably Heat. Nope. What was it? See, the fact that you don't know it means they're not as big a draw as you think. It was called Righteous Kill, and it was oh, not that good. Oh, yeah, okay. Here's so the, thing the fact I... that, but that's my point. You, you, you put those two titans together, and you expect to print money, and Righteous Kill did not. 
that's why I'm saying I don't but, think. But it this, has Scorsese. That's as big as you think. That's what I'm saying. This has so many stars aligning. It's got Scorsese. Yeah, again. Too many stars aligning for this. You need all of them in order to, to get the, the big effect. No, you don't. Scorsese is a big enough box office draw by himself with the amount of with the amount of Oscar nominated movies and performances the man has has directed and done. You have him and just two like titans like Pacino and Pesci, and that is enough. I don't think you needed De Niro and to spend another hundred million on de-aging him. Again, I love Robert De Niro. He's an amazing actor. I'm going to watch this movie. I just don't I don't see Thank the you. price tag being worth it. I, if I'm a studio exec, I'm like, no way. No way am I sticking that much money into this. Netflix has way more disposable income than any other studio right now to just throw and burn. Like, they're just, whatever. It doesn't matter. How do just you know that? All. Nobody knows how they, what they, their earning they're a publicly is. traded company, and they have to report that information. So, I, yes, I we do know that, that Brian. I here's, here's my bigger that. takeaway. Here's my bigger takeaway, if I may. Just it off the money. Uh, I, I actually want to really highlight Joe Pesci being in this movie. Because I want you to go movie look forever. at this guy's IMDb page. And since 2006, yeah, right? It's been a really long time. He's only been in four movies. He was in The Good Shepherd, Love mm-hmm. Ranch, A Warrior's Tale, and now The Irishman. Yeah. That's 2016, 2010, 2015, 2019. He does not come up for anything nowadays. He is well, he way... He need to. Right, right. He's still living off of My Cousin Vinny money. He doesn't yes. need to do jack crap. Yeah. My, my Cousin Vinny probably... Raging Casino, Bull, Casino, and Goodfellas. Goodfellas yeah. I think know, his top four on IMDb. Lethal Weapon 2 and 3. Right. Like, lethal Weapon 4. He was in Lethal Weapon 4. Oh, yeah, he was in the fourth one, wasn't he? Isn't that a weird? Yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed the fourth But one. I just, I, I wanted to bring up the fact that Joe Pesci is, is, is in this movie. He doesn't do many movies. That's also a big get. I'm sure you have to throw a ton of money at him to get him to show up to set. I'm not sure you'd have to throw a ton of money at him. I, I'm sure it, it was just, hey. Scorsese. I, I don't think you could get it back for just Scorsese. I think you have uh, to th- also say, oh, Bobby's going to be in it, too, and so is Al. Get your ass over to set, please. Bob, Bobby and Al? You're, you're, uh, you're on that what, name I, basis? No, if you're them? talking to Joe Pesci, that's what you say. Oh, okay, because you know Bobby and Al. No, Do I don't know Bobby and Al. he likes to go by Bobby? I know he does. He actually does like to go by Bobby. Really? His, yes. Uh, people when, when other celebrities share stories of Robert De Niro, like on set and stuff, like, yeah, yeah. oh, Bobby's such a prankster. Like, who the fuck is Bobby? Oh, that's Robert De Niro. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Can you imagine Ben Stiller coming up going, hey, Bobby, can we do that milk uh, milking cat scene again, please? I, I need a redo with the, the nipples. Uh, you were lying. Okay, I didn't Bobby, feel like I was, I was really miming I, I didn't really have the miming gesture down. I it, I was doing both down at the same time instead of alternating. I didn't like to redo When it. you said I have nipples, I kind of chuckled. I feel like I blew the tape. Can you can you do that again? I, 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 I can hear the yelling. I hear it, Brian. I hear people yelling at you. With this Robert De Niro thing. So, listeners, here's what I need from you. You all said you were excited for this movie. I would like you to go I to... I never said I wasn't excited. I would like you to go to our social media pages. You will see this clip right here where Brian says, ah, that's not that big a deal. Ah, I don't think you need it. I don't think you need De Niro in this movie. You I don't think... Got no name your after. argument was I'm you needed De Niro there, to sell this movie. And I would movie. like you to go ahead and give us your feedback. You know where Let's to find Let's be very Let's clear. Your argument was you needed De Niro to you sell do. this movie. You do! I'm telling you, I don't think that's the case. I am I'm nowhere said that I'm not excited for this movie or watching this movie. I am and I will. Just so we're all on the same page. This weekend, 
uh, <sighs> one of the films, uh, a film that comes around once in a generation uh, into theaters, uh, came out this weekend. Fightful Goes West. It is, it is, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this with a straight face. <clears throat> Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Mm, yes. Yes. Movie the of most cumbersome the title. Yes. One of the most cumbersome titles. Next when to, you think. Next to uh, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo, and uh, The Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug. Smaug. When you think, right, Hobbs and Shaw, you think Oscar worthy. I think JSK. Worthy, you, uh, you do think JSK. JSK. You also think Oscar worthy uh, performances. You, you think of a caliber of person going to the opening weekend as a, a high discerning moviegoer who cares about quality and movies being shot with IMAX cameras and the right aspect ratios. Where are you going with this, sir? Playing with time. Because Christopher Nolan's new movie, Tenet, secretly debuted its trailer ahead of Hobbs and Shaw. That Chris Nolan, he's so sneaky. Why that movie? Why was Chris Nolan like, yes, I would like to play this trailer before Hobbs and Shaw, if you don't mind. So, I haven't read the article you put in here. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I read an article. Oh, okay. That I was trying to make the argument that this is a secret sequel to Inception. Oh. And I don't know where they're getting that from. Okay. I read the article and I still don't know where they're getting it from. Okay. But if that's the case, I mean, listen, Christopher Nolan is a great, great director. I'm on board. I'm on board with everything the man has done so far. Just even taking out the Batman movies. He's he's just a great filmmaker. Right. Um, so I'm gonna see it. I I don't even know what it's about. Like I I watched a uh cam of the trailer and it, it seemed not inception at all. And then I read this article, I was like, how did they get that? And I, I'm just and then I read the description. The description is like an action adventure thriller. Yes. And so that's not what I got from the trailer at all. Well, what this is being described. I'm as. very confused. Yeah. So Tenet, just to let you know, it's Tenet, right? T E N E T. It looks like it's it's looks spelled like Tenet. Tenet. Okay. Tenet. So uh, this movie's trailer has not hit the web. This is I for to me reminds me very much of Happy Death Day to you, where you had to go see another movie to see the trailer. But again, Hobbs and Shaw, weird choice, but okay, is being described as a, quote, action epic evol- uh, evolving from the world of international espionage. So, okay. It is set to release in July 17th of 2020. And very, just as you said, very little is known of it. People don't really understand what they saw in the trailer. The people are still kind of like, obviously just going, what? And it's, you know, it's a teaser trailer. This is what, you know, it's what happens. But it was a 40-second teaser trailer screened ahead of Hobbs and Shaw. I just, okay. That's that's the world we're in. I mean, sign me up. I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah, totally. So hopefully hopefully we'll be good. Now, speaking of Chris Nolan, though, and uh, when you would think of, you know, Chris Nolan's latest entry in, into, you know, the, the, the blockbuster, dare I say, uh, we think of Dunkirk. If do you we? were, we do, don't we? Wasn't when that his you last say movie? Chris, when you think his I mean, latest his entry movie. into the blockbuster, would that not be Dunkirk? Did that not uh, rake in a yeah, big yeah, pile yeah. of money and was the latest movie? Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. continue. So we think Dunkirk. <laughs> if you like Dunkirk, but also is like, what the fuck was up with the time playing? Why were we playing with with time? I direct you, listener, to the trailer for the movie 1917. It's the first trailer by Sam Mendes. And it's, uh, well, it's kind of reminiscent of Dunkirk, of two soldiers who are forced to go behind enemy lines and to let people know that an ambush is coming that could result in the death of hundreds of thousands of soldiers. 
Now, if you uh, are not familiar with the name Sam Mendes, I would point you also to the movie Jarhead from 2005, which was uh, one of his movies. So pr- pretty pretty good director. He also directed a very small indie film. It was called uh, Skyfall. I believe that's what it was. I th- believe it was the largest grossing uh, James Bond movie ever. Now, because this is a uh, British World War One movie, uh, because it's British, we therefore have to have the uh, obligatory uh, fantastic British actors in the film. So you will notice Colin Firth, Mark Strong, and Bendy Straw's Crumpledink. Thank you. Yeah, it's also known as uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in the movie as well. That's so, what I said. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just translating. Some people believe it or not. You speak a translating foreign language. What? That's what I said. Oh, okay. Uh, Brian, you watched the trailer. What did you think? It looks pretty intense. I'm on board. I, I enjoy a good war movie. Now, Keyword being good. The the reason I invoked Christopher Nolan at the top of this was this feels very Nolan-esque, does it not? Uh, yeah, but I mean, Sam Mendes has, has always had that style. I mean, have you seen Jarhead? Yes. The other reason, though, I, I'm noting that it was very Nolan-esque was uh, the editor of this movie, which I know is not something we normally talk about, but hear me out is Lee Smith. Who the fuck is Lee Smith, you say? Well, I'm glad you asked. He is the editor of such popular movies as, I don't know, Dunkirk, Batman Begins, The Prestige, The Dark Knight, Inception, The Dark Knight Rises, and Interstellar. He all works for Christopher Nolan. So he's Nolan's editor coming on with this kind of movie. So it it has a slight Nolan feel because the guy's been working for Nolan since, like, what, 19... But, well, maybe not What's the earliest Nolan movie you just mentioned? Batman Begins? The Prestige was... Prestige before Batman Begins? No. Batman Begins 2005? Batman Begins like 2004, 2005? Because the man's been working for Chris Nolan for over a decade. Yes. So, color me intrigued. It has a a limited release December... I find intrigue is a slight shade of purple. Uh, See, for me, I think of it more of a mauve. See, I think you just like using the word mauve. Moss green. I don't really think you know what mauve is. I know what mauve is, and you can't prove otherwise. What if what I perceive as mauve... You perceive as your whatever color you said. Because I was totally listening. Yeah. What I say then, CJ? You said. Jimmy, how about you just roll the clip to see what he said? There's no need to hear it from me. Uh, what, what did he <laughs> say? Yeah, just see it, hear it right from my mouth, huh? I find intrigue is a slight shade of purple. Right? See, there we go. Through the magic editing, we've heard that. Yes, see, Brian, I agree. That's the color that it would be. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. So the movie will have a limited release in select theaters on December 25th. So hopefully this is my Christmas movie with a nationwide expansion going for January 10th. There's so like Brian, another a couple things coming out of Christmas that are better yeah. than this. Whoa. Like or on, I'm sorry, not better on the same level. Oh, okay, you should probably you. see first. Uh, OK, like what? I'm like cats. Fuck that! <laughs> Fuck that! I honestly, I know of, I know of things. I just don't like what? Know of, no, 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 no! I, I gotta remember. You're now saying, well, head. you should see other movies first, but now I don't even know what the other movies are. Well, I need d- you to. I, oh, listen! All I said was, I feel like Jimmy. Jimmy, I would feel you, Jimmy, like. Would you kindly please send him a list of movies that are coming out around Christmas, please? I feel like, like Jimmy there has are sent you movies. a list. Do you have the list that Jimmy sent? Um, I'm pulling up the list from Jimmy uh, right now. Thank you. Jimmy, if you don't know, is our intern uh, who helps us with rolling back the tape, uh, as you heard at the top of the episode, and also just some 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 fact checking, especially since Josh isn't here. It's important that Jimmy's doing that. Yeah, I mean, we we would uh, we would die without Jimmy. I mean, we'd be 
You what we should do? Wait. We should uh, pay him. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Jumanji comes out. Jumanji the next level comes out. It's a good movie. Um, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Probably gonna see that over 1917, but okay. Yep, yep. Cats. Pr- again, fuck straight off. Spies in disguise. You can go to hell and die. Yet another version of Little Women. Uh, uh, no. I've named at least two movies that you should see. But here's what I'm, here's what I'm hearing, Brian. Knowing me and how my me and how my wife operate when it comes to to, to Christmas. My wife. Thank you. Uh, that will probably be a double feature. We'll go see Star Wars, and then we'll go see uh, 1917. You have children. How are you and seeing all of these movies? Do you know what happens? You have children, and one I of them's also, allergic to things. I also you have, need to be there. I also have. I also have parents who will say, "Oh, we'll watch them while you guys go out during the night and go see movies." Yeah, for like three hours. They'll be Not sleeping. For the whole the day. kids are sleeping. Brian, let's go at eight o'clock. The kids are sleeping. I feel like you're abusing this Laura, system. Laura, I'm going to go on the escalator on Christmas. You best damn believe it. I feel like you're abusing this way too much. Well, that's what I do. I, I don't have children, and I haven't seen this many movies. Well, you should you should probably get on should probably get on board, buddy. Well, i got a lot of other stuff going on, man. I don't know if you know. All right. Well, before we jump into the next topic, uh, Jimmy, can you uh, just uh, do that quick guitar thing real quick? Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, before we get into the next topic, we just want to say that your support is what keeps this show going every single week. If you want to support the show and get exclusive content, become a member of our Patreon. Benefits start at just $5 and will earn you a shout out on this show, exclusive content, and access to our topics early. So please go ahead and help us out. Go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. All right. And back to the show. Jimmy? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for my favorite hobby. I go around the internet, I find the weird, I find the obscure, and then I ask this Yahoo over here for a tech perspective. I'm a Yahoo. You are a Yahoo. Brian, in our interview with Christian Burns last week, one thing was abundantly clear, that the PlayStation 4 is the, the console that everyone should be playing if you're on a console. Again, PC, PC people, I get it, okay? But not everyone is has that passion, so lay off. PlayStation 4 is the place to be. Uh, and I also know that people are uh, very passionate maybe about competitive gaming. Some people out there are pretty damn good at those games. So PlayStation said, hey, listen, PlayStation says, hey, listen, you don't need to be a quote unquote professional gamer in order to enter tournaments to compete for cash prizes and much more. We're baking it into PlayStation through PS4 tournaments. Uh, now, this is pretty cool for three games right now. Uh, they are entering stages. They are putting in tournaments for Mortal Kombat 11, Warface, and Battlefield 5. Okay. So every single week, you can go ahead and enter one of these tournaments, compete against people uh, across the world. There are three stages. So the first one, for you know, just everybody, just come on in, see what you can do, see if you win or not. If you don't win, you're out of stage one. Stage two, after winning three or four matches, you go ahead and move on to the next phase, which, of course is stage three, and you're going to be competing against people for a championship title. Winners are going to be getting different things from PlayStation. Uh, the prizes haven't been revealed as, as much. We know, though, though the things are going to escalate through the, uh, the stages that you go up, including in-game currency and hard cash prizes. So this is interesting. Some people are pretty good at these games and don't necessarily need to be a, an eSports enthusiast. Question. Yes. 
does it cost me any money to enter this tournament? From what I can gather, no. Uh, obviously, besides just me purchasing the game. No, I don't see I any kind of... Which I probably own already if I, I'm going to be I, entering a tournament for I it. can't see any, like, entrance fees from what I've what I've looked at. You must have a PlayStation Plus membership. So, no, I think that's it. Again, PlayStation Plus membership, I, I are, you most already have. owners already have. There is have. nothing that you have to do out of pocket that's out of the ordinary to be in these tournaments. If that's the case, I'm totally on board. If, if it doesn't cost me any extra money and I have the potential to win prizes and such right even if that prize is just like in-game like or or playstation store credits or um a fanny pack because fanny packs are coming back very popular um like that's that's pretty cool i remember being a kid and like they would host like blockbuster would host like uh right. video game tournaments and stuff like that that i would do and they were they were fun they were they were nice little uh you know things that you could do to test your skill and, you know, be a part of a community. And that's pretty cool. If, if that's, if that's what this is, and this isn't some sort of gambling light type of thing, you yeah, know, no. then I'm, I'm totally for that. Like I'm not going to play and cause I'm not nearly as good as Mortal Kombat 11 as I am at any other fighting game. And on battlefield, I'm, I'm I don't like battlefield. There's also um, a, another so other AAA titles coming out later this year will be part of this. Uh, another one that's coming out is going to be uh, FIFA 20. Yeah, uh, no, which has um, a, you know I mean, how I love soccer, but, but I won't that be has a gigantic base. Oh, absolutely. Of people that are insanely competitive uh, for that. This is super interesting. I, I think that this is something that, uh, you know, when we, again, we were talking to, to Christian last week. His big thing was being able to go into an arcade and leave his initials and feel like he made a you know a mark yeah, on the world. He was he was not competitive in any way, <laughs> not, not at all. But I can imagine this where someone maybe who is good at or really great at a game maybe getting some recognition, uh, you know, consistently for being a top performer for this and making some some cash without having to to and leave your possibly home. Possibly getting signed to like an esports team or something. Right, exactly. With all how all without having to leave your home, you don't necessarily need to you know be a be esports person in order to get this this is pretty interesting this is pretty cool if you could add a game to this brian if if, the, if there was a tournament specifically for you you could create one what game would you put on there being that you're a very uh competitive playstation gamer if marvel versus capcom released a good version of the game <laughs> because the last the the marvel versus capcom infinite was such a disappointment but if they make a fourth one and it's amazing I, I would totally do that. I own I own people at that. So starting tomorrow, August 6th, the first tournament will kick off with Mortal Kombat. So if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat on the PS4, the kind of nerd. There you go. Now, now we're clear. Jimmy, are we clear? Jimmy says we're clear. I don't think Jimmy knows anything about copyright law. He's a paralegal. I don't I don't believe that. I know his resume was because he put it on his resume. Nah, he his wrote resume it in was written on the back of a paper towel. Is that a problem? Yeah. Should yeah, I not it, have hired him? I feel like you should have consulted me first. So, uh, listen, I'm again, very interested to hear any of you. You know, what do you think about uh, this move? I think it's pretty, uh, pretty interesting. It's fucking dumb. Uh, so I want to move on to the actual world of competitive gaming. We, we don't talk about this often. 
honestly, we don't, we don't, we're not the gaming authorities around. I, here. I, I, I know you gaming. are. I know a, you I'm are. I'm a gamer. You are a gamer. We I'm just that don't, kind of gamer. You are. That is I your am. nerdum and your fandom with comics. Part of it, one of my many of your, nerdums. Part of your many nerdums. Yes. This though, I, I, it was interesting. The, the gamer ninja is a household name. Yeah, ninja's, ninja's great. I he's played ninja. with the, the lights of Drake. He's he's very popular. He's got millions of dollars, millions of streamers, uh, lots lots of fans. He has been on the platform Twitch. Yeah, he's leading a hard knock life. I know, right? Uh, he has been on the platform Twitch for many years, gaining subscribers, gaining notoriety, mm-hmm. and he is leaving Twitch for a new program called Mixer. And it's uh, a major win for Microsoft streaming service because it's owned by Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. I saw this announcement trailer. I actually followed Ninja on um on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. I saw I saw his announcement about this. Um, yeah, I uh, I'm surprised, but not surprised. Right. Um, I'm surprised because you know he he has he had an exclusive deal with Twitch. Yes. Um, for a very long time, clearly that 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 came up. Um, I'm not surprised because I know he was experiencing some issues with Twitch and and the you know the company itself and the content he was trying to put together and stuff like that. So I'm not right. surprised by that at all. I'm sure they backed up the money train and said, "Here you go." <laughs> so especially if Mixer is Mixer owned by Microsoft, it did, is. did we confirm yes. that? Yes, yeah. Okay. Microsoft needs all the help they can get to bring attention to them them as a company for gaming. So, yeah. So I don't know. I I, I don't. So I think Mixer's about to get a whole bunch of followers. <laughs> probably, there's a lot of people signing up for Mixer. Uh, there. So I, I reached out to a friend of the show, uh, TD Wheels, right, uh, knowing that he is in the esports landscape, and I said, okay, like, what do you think about this? And he goes, yeah, apparently they paid him ten million dollars uh, to switch way, to Mixer. That's way right? too little. It's good for Mixer, but it's good for him as well. He makes money regardless of the people that sub to him over on Mixer, and people will be able to watch him on Xbox, and I'm sure that they'll market that for him. So and his, the man's going to get his a, following. He's got he does have a very devoted uh, fan base. They will follow him, and uh, you know that Microsoft's going to promote it, so they're also going to promote him, right? They're going to promote Mixer. They're going to promote Ninja. He's going to get free promotion from Microsoft, and he's getting paid ten million dollars to exclusively yeah. stream on it. Uh, this is a big deal in the sense of this is uh, one of the only times I think we've ever had a like any kind of esports person hold such clout. They get ten million dollars to play on one platform. He's absolutely given legitimacy to the esports arena. Oh yeah. Period. Um, you know, so good for him. And and you know, I know Josh isn't here to sit here and argue with me about whether esports is actual sports, but it is. It is and. Too bad for any of you who don't think otherwise. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he's definitely given a lot of credence to it. He's gotten given a lot of attention to it. Um, he's brought other people up with him because, you know, he plays with certain other streamers. People, you know, like the, it's it's a booming industry for those who are, you know, pretty damn good at video games. I wish I was half as good <laughs> and then I'd be doing it. <laughs> 
then I'd be doing it for fun. Uh, I'm curious, though. I know that uh, many of you listeners are gamers and like to watch, you know, Fortnite streams on Twitch, and you may be using Twitch yourself. Uh, first off, send me your, your, your Twitch stuff. I'd, I'd like to maybe see you play a, a game or two. I'll follow along. I got a Prime thing. Don't you get money from me if I have a Prime? Whatever. Send me your stuff. If you subscribe, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll subscribe with my Prime. I get a few of those. Also, will you kindly please tell me what you feel about this? Uh, do you think... At yourself, if you are a gamer who twi- who streams on Twitch or even streams on YouTube, do you think you may try Mixer out knowing that there is now a flood of people that are going to be joining it and looking for people to stream when Ninja is not being featured on the platform? Very interested to hear what you think about it. And Brian, yes, eSports is a real thing. It's sports. It's in the game. I give to Microsoft and say, hey, good move. You deserve this. And then I taketh away. Okay, because Microsoft has made a new ad, right? Because now MacBook, that's right, the a person named MacBook is telling you to buy a PC. Uh, what the hell is this? Isn't this dumb? So Microsoft's crack marketing I'm have team. To watch this. And when I say crack marketing team, I mean they probably smoked a lot of crack. Put together this lovely ad campaign. That is the stupidest commercial I've ever seen. So first off, this is in Australia specifically. And you know how I know that, Brian? Because the guy has a very thick Australian accent. That and, of course, they showed a kangaroo on the Surface Laptop too. because I, now I know. I mean, being as everything in Australia uh, can kill can you, kill you yeah, uh, I'm surprised that MacBook is able to sit comfortably in his apartment for more than an hour. <laughs> um, but, like, you know what I love? <clears throat> sarcastically love please yours just in case you didn't know i love how every single freaking ad for the surface laptop is like look at this touchscreen like anybody asked for a fucking touchscreen in their laptop Uh, uh, here i think it's i think it's stupid it's a stupid it's it's a very dumb thing i think people who can afford that book don't care if it's a touchscreen or not you're never you're never going to use the touchscreen if you're using it as a laptop uh this is dumb so mckenzie book it's a terrible ad you get it macbook because his name is mckenzie but he goes by mac you know like i i I love it i love it when any company has to resort to shit like this yeah and like you you could say and, and point to the the old mac versus pc commercials and be like well wasn't apple doing the same thing I, I don't I don't know if it's the same thing. Well, like, here's the deal. Yes, but nothing like that was done before in the PC market. True. And then it was done to death and everyone hated those ads afterwards. They got right. really dumb and repetitive. So we, Apple and everybody else retired it. And now it's now, now we're just doing this again. It's, we're just right. rehashing the ads from 2003. Like, what, what, what is happening? Yeah, but Justin Long's not in them this time, and I like Justin Long. Uh, how dare you not give John Hoshman the right credit that he deserves? The fact that you know that guy's name is ridiculous. He is a very funny comedian. Okay. And I'll podcaster. take your word for it. I would, I would say that. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Microsoft, great move getting Ninja. Dumb move doing this. In um, Australia. But they still did it. It's still Microsoft. It's still on the internet. Anyone can go to the show notes right now and watch it. It's not targeted specifically for Australians. It's for anybody. Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe Australians uh, don't know about this marketing tactic. Brian, uh, I, I would like to call you out on, on something real quick. Uh, what I do? Is, it is my favorite hobby. 
to go around the internet, find the weird, find the obscure, and ask for a tech perspective. What the hell are you doing going around the internet finding the fucked up? And I, I did find something fucked and up. And asking for my perspective. Brian, what the hell did you put in my show notes here? <laughs> I found um, that Skittles is releasing uh, some new flavored candies uh, coming soon. Big, big fan of Skittles. Uh, yeah. You, do you love tasting the rainbow? I, I do. I have synesthesia and I can taste the rainbow. I um, really don't, but that's just a clever thing to say. So, I mean, do you enjoy Halloween? I, I love Halloween. Um, so Skittles is releasing a special uh, new candy uh, for Halloween. Okay. They're called zombie Skittles. Rotten zombie Skittles. Wait, wait, wait. wait. They're called rotten zombie Skittles. So they're called zombie Skittles. But here's the here's the uh, premise. Okay. All right. You're going to get a bag of Skittles. Right. Uh, the the uh, bag of Skittles is going to have some uh, five normal fruit flavors in there. Big fan uh, of, of, of that. Love fruit, right? And they're going to have fun Halloween-themed names like Mummified Melon, huh. Boogeyman Blackberry. Oh, that's clever. Chilling Blackberry. Ooh. Wait, Blood there's two Blackberry? So, like, you got the, 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 the theme really... Really in there. Notice I've only said four flavors. Yes, I've noticed that we're missing some half. There is one flavor. Uh huh. That is a, a hidden. Oh no. Rotten zombie flavor. Oh god. So you know how you love your Harry Potter every my flavor birdie bots beans? ever flavor beans. Yes. Or yes. or Jelly Bellies being boozled. That is this. You're gonna have oh, wonderful no. fruitiness in the bag, and then you're gonna pop a Skittle. No. It's going to taste like what they think a rotten zombie would taste like. Oh, God. hold on. I'm so, reading the description. Imagine eating rotten cabbage. It's very, oh, God. It's very savory is how I would describe it. It tastes like a strong soup, but I'm just getting a strong cabbage, maybe a meaty taste. The longer it sits on my tongue, the worse it tastes. Ugh. Even my breath smells rotten. Not to be dramatic, but I'm legit going to throw up. Yes, this sounds exactly like a rotten blah, 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 blah. Okay, all right. I, I on blame my desk at work, you. At my desk at work. I blame you. At my desk at work, I have a uh, a box of Birdie Bots Every Flavor Beans from when I went to Universal. And uh, I picked them up, and last time I brought them to the office, they didn't last three weeks, even the gross flavors, uh, but they were gone. They are still sitting on my desk. And you guys know I was only on vacation for, you know, two episodes. And there's still I've been back for a while. There's still all the gross ones are left and no one will eat them anymore because of all this stuff. This sounds gross. When can I buy them? <laughs> um, when, they when, are... when can I get my hands on them? I, I love, I love that. This. this sounds gross. When can I buy them? When um, can I put this into my digestive? They track? should be rolling out in October, end of September, Do... early October. That makes sense for Halloween. Do you remember the Doritos roulette bag? I do. I do. And I never ate them. See, because I enjoy things that taste good. I don't eat these birdie bots bullshit. The jelly beans bean boozled bag or the Doritos roulette. I don't eat that shit. So it was available only in, in Canada, right? And it was like 2014. It got pulled off the shelves wicked quick. And it was described as, quote, a regular bag of Doritos, while 25% are, quote, solid slap you in the face hot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
Uh, it was so bad that they got pulled off the shelves. Poor kids were like eating this thing. Anyway, uh, yes, please. I, I will. I will take that. I will give that. Uh, if I had enemies, I would offer them uh, some some Skittles. But knowing my luck, I would offer them the Skittles and then I would get the gross zombie flesh. And yeah, not, I and mean, you're you're roughly looking at like about maybe 25 percent of the bag being uh, rotten cabbage. When it comes to the Birdie Bots Ever Flavor Beans. Don't at me. I love the grass flavored and I don't mind the booger. I don't know why. I think it's fucking disgusting. Fucking disgusting, Brian. If anyone ever picks their nose and eats it, those people go to hell. All right. Those people have a special spot in hell where they can live in misery. I like the booger flavor uh, jelly bean. And grass. Grass is delicious. I've never eaten grass in my entire life. I'm not a paste eater. Right. I didn't eat paste. I didn't eat grass. I wasn't about that. But I like those jelly beans. They're fantastic. Would you try this? If I brought some to work, would you do the roulette? Absolutely would you try it? fucking not. Uh, you're just, you got no, no adventure don't spirit. I do play Russian roulette with my taste buds. That sounds <laughs> awful. All right. Finally, before we leave, uh, we got a listener question slash suggestion that I wanted to, I wanted to bring up. A question. A question. Thank you. That is not what we're going to call these things. Uh, like, sounds a little like, dirty. Like it does. He sent in a text. Uh, to our phone number 484-373-4119 and said, Gentlemen, I have an idea for the next show. We need a list of all the shows and movies that we need to watch on a streaming service or that you know we, we could watch on a streaming service. It could be old. It could be new. Uh, it could be on Netflix, whatever. I've gotten a little overwhelmed with what's out there and trying to figure out what to watch. Thanks, guys. Chip. As I said in my text message, this has been an age-old problem that we have been facing. So we're talking like any streaming service I can make suggestions. I, I, here, here's where, where I would limit it, Brian. You want to stick to the big four? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. Well, hold on. What do you find as the big four? Netflix, Hulu, Amazon and HBO Go. Yes. So I can't say DC Universe. Can't say DC Universe. We love DC Universe on that kind of nerd. Your so answer is lame. watch everything on DC Universe. But I think the average person, the average listener has at least two or three of those four services. So okay. I don't, we're, I don't think we're alienating anybody okay. by suggesting. Yeah. Here's the deal, it. Chip. This is a tough question. We have been fighting with it for a while. Uh, see Brian's list. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, we want to take out this mantle. It is, it is, it's a big, big challenge. I think this is going to have to be a recurring thing uh, that we do, but we can come back next week. With a few shows that we recommend that maybe are flying under the radar. Because I agree with you, Chip. There is so much going on in these streaming services. It's really hard to like see what to watch, what not to watch. And their algorithms aren't that good. Uh, they're not suggesting the best content. So uh, I will take you up on this. Uh, and we will come back next week with some suggestions for you. But listeners, we need your help. Word. Send us your list. Give us four good shows that you think are flying under the radar right now on a streaming service so we can share it with other listeners. That's right. We're coming to you. We're going to give our suggestion next week. If you want to text us, 484-373-4119 or find us on any social media site, just search for That Kind of Nerd, That Kind of Nerd Podcast on Instagram. Well, listeners, thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And I hope you have yourself a wonderful day. See you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. So with that, uh, that that's our show. Uh, please, again, go ahead and uh, as we... All right, so I think...
So with that, how much of that do you know? I'm a scat, I'm a scat man. man. Really got the scatting right. Yeah, I'm actually not bad at it. I know that was actually pretty good. <laughs> I'm I'm generally intrigued. Why do you know all the scat? Why do you know that? I, I've listened to the song a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, like to admit. You were not like, oh, uh, you were like, take a hobbit to Isengard. What the fuck are you talking about? Scatman's where it's at. <laughs> I did not know you were such a fan of Scatman. Okay. I'm just a fan of that. You know why? You know why you're such a fan of that? Because it's ridiculous. Ridiculous and obnoxious. And it makes a bunch of words. Just blah, blah. I'm not even. And you're like, I will. You're like, I will memorize this cadence. This is going to be something I'm going to have forever. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it at work on Monday. CJ's got the ability to say, "Go handle salami." I'm a lasagna hog. He's a palindrome, and he's just got that at the ready. And I've got Scatman when the need arises. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm probably gonna be needed before you are. Uh, uh, We're gonna find ourselves in some sort of situation where <laughs> where only scatting can get us out <laughs> right. of it. Oh shit! Um, someone's asking me to to recreate that scene uh, uh, in that movie where they scat. How can I get past this? Uh, uh, Brian saved my life Scatman <laughs> What situation are we going to be in Where scatting I'm, is going to be I'm imagining a post-apocalyptic world a Post-apocalyptic, where, um, very, very The yep. only way that we can uh, Be free of our captors Is by laying down some, some sick scat And uh, doing uh-huh. a little bit of Scatman what, So we're in like a like a jazz club? There's just an upright bass and, and I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking he's a, he's a huge scat fan He's a scat fan of the scat man this has gone on long enough. 